Previously on the game of Rassilon. We begin on a disheveled showroom floor at the Blam store in Burbank, California. The doctor is currently wrestling with a rogue plastic bag with a sonic screwdriver in his mouth. Stanley has been knocked down by a cushion and has pulled a plastic bag off the head of Dr. Charlotte Thorne, who has now been able to breathe freely again. And as the doctor muttered through his sonic that he believes they are dealing with the nesting consciousness, as this statement has been made, three infected corpses shamble into the room. I'm gonna try to get to my feet while still attempting to hold on to the bag, but I will make a roll to see if I can continue. Yeah, that stuff. is how role-playing games work. Uh, yes. I'm gonna have you roll a, uh, I'm gonna say coordination and conflict, because you're trying to like coordinate yourself, but also fight the bag. Sure. Fight the bag, fight, fight the bag. Uh, I got a 15 with a six. Okay, yeah, you do it. You get to your feet. You got the bag. So now, now that I am on my feet, what I wanna do is I kinda wanna do like a spinning hammer throw and i want to throw the uh, the bag with the with the pillow at are you the... trying to trunch bull this pillow All yes right. but okay. it's a pillow so it won't do lasting damage to anyone it is just a pillow that owns. so okay. but yes um i would like to move over to um the employees are they still under the coffee table yes yeah they so they're terrified and hiding i i want to just like go over to them and and kind of crouch next to them and just, like, make sure that they're okay, basically. Okay, that'll be... I'll say the combination of move and talk, so I'll, I'll let you have that moment. Um, and then, so we'll get to that. Uh, that'll be your move. Ben, what did you want yeah, to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of actually doing more or less the same thing. I just, I'm not going to say anything, but I do want to kind of move to put myself in between the Blam employees and the uh, the Blambies, which is what I've decided okay. is a Blam zombie. <laughs> Great, love it. Uh, I love. By the way, Blom Zombies Monsters was atrocious. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and just. So yeah, you, you. I, I'll say you both get a move. So you both move over there. Um, Charlotte, do you want to say anything to Andrew or Sylvia? Since you're, you said you kind of want to talk. Um, yeah, I just want to say like, are you two okay? Are you hurt at all? Um, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I think Andrew twisted his ankle, but not not because of the thing, just because we slipped and fell when we got under the table. But are, otherwise, I think we're okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all right. Uh, uh, just, you know, terrified. We were going to run for the escalator, but we couldn't because of his ankle, so we're kind of been stuck here. Well, let's let's uh, let's deal with this uh, imminent situation, and then maybe we can uh, kind of give you a couple people to lean on as we head back to the escalator. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Uh, and then, Doctor, you declared you were going to do a fight, so you are going to try to throw this bag. So yes. I will let you now roll your, what did I say earlier, your uh, coordination and conflict? Uh, it was either oh, coordination strength, or strength and it. conflict. Yeah. It's strength. Coordination was to stand up. Strength is to physically fling it. Yeah. Okay. Are you throwing it at the zombies? Yes. Okay. 
Because again, it's a it's a cushion. It won't be or the blombies as, yeah. as Ben has yeah. smartly called them. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be anything lasting damage wise. So, hey, that will be a grand serpent. Okay, uh, I think I think you. Here's what happens. I love this. <laughs> Uh, I you you do like a, a a spin like you're gonna do a a uh, what's that called javelin toss hammer sort throw. of thing hammer throw. hammer throw and you spin around and you go to throw the thing and instead it fl- it like it regains control of itself enough that it like flings back and hits you in the face and I'm gonna have you take because of your two ones I'm gonna have you take one hit to your I'm gonna say your coordination because it rung your bell a little bit. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, right in the kisser. I hope. Oh, oh, I hope this doesn't make me regenerate. That would be so embarrassing. And as you start to glow, no. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So the the zombies start. The blombies start moving toward you, and they kind of have their arms out. Very typical zom- zombie movies. Blombies. They they put their arms out like they're trying to grapple you. Um, and two of them come toward the doctor and one of them is heading towards the, the coffee table. What, what's everyone going to do now? Uh, I think I'm probably going to stand up at ne- kind of next to Stanley and you know, I don't, Charlotte doesn't really know what she's doing. She's like not a fighter definitely, but uh you know, happy to help in any way. So I think I'm just kind of ready to help in any way okay. I can. Okay, I'll say that you're doing a do because you're doing like a defense. You're like not, you're not really moving, you're not really talking, you're defending. So I'll say it's a do. Uh, Sammy, what are you doing? What am I doing? Um, okay. Do I have, do I have a talk? We have, we have, we have, a, we have a do. Uh, do we have any talkers or movers? I'm I think doing... I'm going to do a talk. I'm doing nothing. I'm staying exactly where I am to just to put a body between my uh, the the blombies and the blom employees. Okay, and Dan, what are you doing as a doctor? I'm gonna do a talk. Okay, what are you saying? I'm gonna turn to all the people and say, "Run!" Okay. Hey, Dan, I'm gonna have you make a uh, a uh, awareness and uh, intuition roll for me. Okay. Uh, that would be a seventeen. No magic. Okay, uh, you remember that you were just told that one of these people has a twisted ankle and can't run. Does anybody do anything differently when Dr. Yell's run? I want to try and pick up the coffee table and kind of, like, move it in in the way of the Blombies. Okay, I'll call that a, a do. Um, so, and Stanley, what are you doing? Yeah, I think now that the Doctor's kind of given this, this imperative to um, kind of ambulate in a kind of away sort of motion uh, what uh, Snagglepuss might have described as an exit stage left even uh, I I want to see if I can help Andrew up onto his one good fit 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 and his one good fit and then uh, kind of give him someone to lean on uh, Bill Withers style as we ambulate towards the escalators okay great uh, that sounds good um, I am going to make you okay so first of all let's so we have two do's so the first do is going to be the one is going to be charlotte uh charlotte i'm going to have you make an ingenuity and uh let's say craft because you're basically trying to create a yeah all right i'm pretty good at both of those all right that is not 
stellar. Um, that's a total of 11. Okay. I'm going to say that you go to do it and the table is bolted to the ground because it's designed to be a display model. No. <laughs> movable. So uh, Becca, that's also, why we're underneath it. It's, it's durable. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know how story points work in the, in the system? Yeah, you can use a story point to bump your your roll up to one level up. So like you can make it. Like okay. A, I, I think I think right now you're at a solid no, but not like in a bad way. Like like nothing bad happens, but right. you could be like no, but like so something could be a little bit better. Like, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll spend a story point, bump that. Okay. Up. Um, what do you want to? So basically, story point basically means you get just a tiny bit of narrative control. So. Okay. You're not gonna get a full success out of this now, but like, what is mm-hmm. what is the thing? The table is bolted down, but okay. what is the thing you were able to do that that somewhat accomplishes your goal? Um, I'm gonna say that um, maybe it's it's bolted to the ground, but it's got a little bit of like it's not the bolts aren't like all the way tightened, so like yeah. I'm able to give it an extra like inch and a half or so to like help the uh, employees get out from under the table maybe sure that's good yeah you gave them a little bit more of like a little bit more of like room to move around great yeah um mobility so perfect yeah you did that stanley you are carrying andrew Mm -hmm. kind of over your shoulder he has a sprained ankle so this is a little bit tough of a move so i'm going to have you do coordination and athletics and i'm not going to tell you why yet but you're rolling at a negative two okay so my base score is negative one okay so okay so you're at negative three right now (laughs) No, I mean, I'm at negative one with oh, the, yeah. Oh, gotcha now. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Uh, and I rolled a four and a, a two, so that's uh, five total. Okay. You go to grab Andrew, and you've got him, and as you go to step, your feet will not lift up off the ground. Uh, can I call out to the doctor? Yes. Uh, doc, I can't move my feet. I can't move my feet. I don't. I, they're not budging. I look down and I realize that those stupid Crocs are made of plastic. Oh my oh, god! No. Oh, oh my no. god! I love you all so Doomsday much. Doomsday Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, when Ben said the phrase "plastic shoes" out loud, I was like, "Oh, thank you, thank you for giving me a gift. You thank you have, so much." You may have heard the deadly sound of. Uh, uh, Riley and I typing back and forth frantically in the private chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so happy because I had not thought about the fact that Crocs are made of plastic until oh Ben God. said it. <laughs> and that's why, but just just for you as a listener, when your shoes felt a little tight earlier on yep. the escalator, that was because you were coming into the building and the Autons were starting to figure out that this was plastic <laughs> being brought into the space. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, they're a little bit small." Like your yeah. feet. It's like, no, they were squeezing you. <laughs> I, I turn back. I, I say to Stanley, "Stanley, you have to take your Crocs off." I'm so sorry. I would sooner die. No, I'm gonna start <laughs> trying to sh- slide my feet out of my Crocs. I'm thinking about that Simpsons where he's like, "I will burn with it, for I would rather die than have people not know what store I shop at." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to try to. So it was the to... most animated Stanley's ever been. It's just like, no! Oh! <laughs> this far, no further. The <laughs> <laughs> line must Stanley, be drawn here. St- Stanley falls to the ground. His his feet 
hold him back and he yells, Fly, you fools! <laughs> <laughs> I do, seriously, though, I do want Stanley to try to like shift it, slide his feet out of the crocs. Yeah, that's fine. I think, yeah. I think that because, so, okay, remind me. You said that they were in sport mode. Is sport mode when the thing is forward or it's the thing is back? backward. So the, okay. So they're on the heel. So I will then make you roll for it because you are okay. you are sealed in. You did not give yourself the freedom of movement to slip your shoes Ruh off. row. What am I rolling? I'm going to have you roll <laughs> uh, coordination cool. and strength because you're fighting against right, it. So it's a base of three. Yeah. And I rolled 13. Wait. Yeah, 13 total with a 6 on one of the dice. You are able to get your shoes off, no problem at all. Alright, I want everyone to know what colour socks I'm wearing. They are magenta. That is all. With green? I I want Stanley to know we've been able to see Stanley's socks the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not hard to see someone's Okay, socks. if I'd asked you an hour ago to tell me what colour socks Stanley's wearing, would you have been able to answer that question? <laughs> No, because this is an audio-based podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you that. No, because you would have had to tell us, Ben. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why uh, uh, That's why I vocalized yeah. it. Put it out here, into the here, world. Here's no, something to edit into the previous episode. I, uh, oh, oh, th oh, sorry, sorry, I bumped into you, sir. Oh, uh, what color socks are those? <laughs> oh, these? <laughs> on your companion oh, there. They're magenta. It's kind wow. of a bright so, pink. What a bold choice. Well, bye. <laughs> what a strange, unusual plant. Um, so yeah, I think that I think you're you were able to gather Crocs, no problem. And they start kind of walking around on their own. And it's it's in a way that like uh, a lawyer walks in and says, "If anyone but Charlie Chaplin, you owe us money for this bit." And then uh, that happens. And then uh, yeah, you but you are in your socks. You're able to slide along the very glossy. Uh, wood flooring of this store um the like laminated floor mm. and uh yeah you are uh, you are now free from the uh the restricted movement of your crocs oh uh I, I, a single tear rolls down stanley's face as he waves goodbye to his beloved Footwear. It's like a tray you and our tax yeah. it's, okay. it's all right stanley we were, we were gonna go shopping anyway it's not the same it's not the same <laughs> not like this there's a pin in Stanley's Crocs of just like a, a, an eye with a single tear. <laughs> and you zoom in on that pin briefly. I think what there is, because you do get those, they're called gibbets, the ones you can pop into the holes. And I do think that there is a, like a milk bottle. Like he has some like milk themed because he was a milkman. So he has some milk themed Aww. gibbets and they've all, they've all gone with the, gone with the Crocs. Crocs yeah. with the wind. Um, no, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, and then you you are you're able to get Andrew to safety. I'll say that because of your sacrifice, you were able to get Andrew and Sylvia to the escalators. Uh, they are able to get down to where the perimeter of unit soldiers is. And as they're as Sylvia is leading Andrew out of the space, she turns back around and and almost as if she's trying to expedite the plot in a way, she says, "I think it all originated near the dining area." And then and she motions to the other direction behind you, which instead of having to go through the entire map of the store around it, you can just cut through to the dining area if you wanted to. All right. Yes, I, we're absolutely going to have to hurry. Uh, this whole place is made of plastic. All of all of 
everything Blam is practically plastic. So yeah, it's uh, every- almost like it's yes. almost like yeah, um, every single room had a menagerie of different hazards and disasters that we yeah. have thought of for and, each particular room. Andrew turns like, around. Let's and just says- say, <laughs> let's just say, like, let's just say that you had gone into, I don't know, the storage area. You might have seen like storage containers that were like mimics in D and D opening and closing for you. Perhaps that's something you might have seen. Uh, maybe if you had gone to the Blom for Kids area, you would have seen the sign that was bragging about how 100% of their toys were made from upcycled plastic materials, including uh, including a very uh, ace-friendly shark that was uh, surprisingly <laughs> made of purple and gray materials. Maybe that's a thing you might have found. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of things that would have happened if we had a different timing period. I have, a, I have an urgent question. Yes, um, if if we had gone to the storage area, um, do this would the storage would w- at least one of the storage bins have burped? <laughs> so, uh, no, because I'm I'm jamming it, and everyone knows that Riley went around. Oh, that's right. Uh, but well, you would have had cubed shelves of death named. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you would have had quite a few things. You would have had you would have gone through a dining area and been uh, besieged by <laughs> flying plastic cutlery, and oh, also no. the meatballs, which is deeply concerning. Um, <laughs> oh, um, hey Ben, we're not done yet. <laughs> Um, so as we're making, I did say I did say you're going to the dining area. Yeah, uh, I t- I asked the doctor. So you tell you telling me these these Nestle things can control plastic, can they? I, I mean, I know you misspoke, but also you're sort of technically right. But yes. <laughs> so what's con- what outcomes there's people then? What are they ambulating about? Wonderful question. Only way to find out is to uh, go this way. All right. They don't. They don't usually. They don't usually take over organic. This is a, a, a little. This is, well, this is definitely not their usual. I remember reading something in the paper about microplastics in the water. Like apparently, human beings. Like today, right? You know how people used to have lots of lead in their system, and that kind of destroyed their ability to like feel compassion for their fellow man, sort of thing. And then you know how like today, instead of lead, it's microplastics, right? So if there's microplastics in everyone, and the 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 Nestle continuum can control plastic, dot 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 question mark. A A A plus for you, Stanley. I I I think you may be onto something there. Uh, ben, I'm going to give you a story point for being close to, but not quite. I'll take it to the target, but you're getting close to it. Right. Yeah. Um. So do you all head to the restaurant and cafe area? Yeah. Yeah. You go to the restaurant and cafe area and you kind of see that there are a couple of things happening in this room. There there definitely was some sort of chaos. People running away ha- had knocked tables and stuff over prior to when the quarantine happened. So there was something here that made people flee. You see a few things. You see signs advertising that the classic Blom meatball now comes in a delicious meatball sub form. And you see like people like holding up meatball subs, like, ah, they're excited to eat it. They're so excited. Uh, it's very much like Happy Gilmore when he's got the meatball sub. <laughs> and the head, that kind of thing. You see in a case, the famous Gustav probe, which you know was sent into space by the new Blom owner, David Kerr. And it is definitely on display. It's been traveling to various Blom stores around the country, around the world, even showcasing the ingenuity of their owner and how how privatized space travel could possibly be part of the future and not at all a, a system that won't pay off in any way. <laughs> so there is this case, and you see this probe, and you see uh, 
kind of sticking to the walls of the probe are the tentacles and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pseudopods of a small nesting consciousness. Not not the massive creature that you're you've seen perhaps when you first met your friend Rose in a giant basement, but you see this little like pseudopod like creature that is sticking to the walls and trying to break free of this little case. All right, everyone, stand back. Don't, don't, let, don't let these touch you. Uh, and I, like, I start looking around for anything that we can use to shield ourselves, but everything is plastic. Like, yep. the trays, like, everything. When we were thinking of things to be hazardous in this blom, it was a lot of stuff. And I, when I started, Michael, Michael made the point of, like, in the 70s, there was, like, four things made of plastic. Now, everything is made of plastic. <laughs> yeah. The doctor sees the mess of yuck coming out of the probe because there's kind of no other way to describe it. well no there is the way there's the way you described it but there's no way for me to describe it <laughs> the yeah. mess of yuck uh which i just like saying so uh, this is living plastic it affects everything uh it's clearly what's going on here uh um uh, uh, dr thorne i don't know if you had read a brief about them or anything like that but um uh, uh, yes yeah, so unit them. has been unit unit has many files on on it and um this is like the central controller of of it isn't is it not is that right yes. i haven't done uh, a lot of research on my own into it but yes yes uh, as far as i can tell of uh, th- uh, this this pod here is it is worth controlling the rest of them if we can find a way to neutralize it uh um i w- anything uh kitchen we're in the kitchen we need heat we need to melt we need to melt the plastic down Stay here, watch those back, and uh, don't do what I do, and I'm going to beeline to where the kitchen prep area is, basically. Okay. Yeah, I will. What are you looking for exactly? Like, what are you looking for to transfer heat? Honestly, I'm just going to look around, like, truthfully, just turn on the burners and, like, the oven back there. Like, not to burn the place down, but just to raise the ambient heat, basically. Like, that would be a room that would have appliances to do so. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that doesn't require a roll. I don't think the doctor has a hard time turning on a stove. Um, so um, you you could turn you could turn the kitchen on. That's fine. It's it's really easy to do. Um, you just turn on the thing and it lights up. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, that's what I have done. Okay, I'll pass the um, ball. Okay, uh, so you all so Stanley and Doctor Thorne, you've seen your doctor just go running off into the kitchen and turning on stoves and. The creature, I think, definitely notices that the doctor went into the kitchen and maybe, like, its attention has turned in the case and is facing that way. Ben, you are making a face like you think you thought something. There are two things I'm going to do. Firstly, I'm going to set... Is his name Andrew? Andrew left. Oh, Andrew, Andrew's left. Okay. Andrew and in that left. case, I'm doing one thing. If you have been to Ikea recently, you know that they have, in the dining area, they have those walkers. And those walkers are not actually walkers. They are, in fact, devices allowing you to slide one two, possibly three, maybe four trays onto them. But they are sturdy metal walker-shaped things. And I think I'm going to sure. take one of these walkers to kind of hold with me as kind of a, sh- a, a, a metal shield come battering ram situation. Because I, what I might... Yeah. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Now I've said the word battering ram, I'm going to take like three or four of them that are kind of like slotted together like shopping carts or trolleys as we call them in the uk so that i can if need be you charge with them as a battering ram. i'm gonna say give me two story points for those to exist hell yeah in absolutely location um, take them take them you, you've given me two story points so i'm just giving them <laughs> back to you 
I know. Uh, and I'm also going to make you roll ingenuity and craft to piece them together the way you described. Ingenuity and craft. Here's my character sheet. My ingenuity's four. And my craft's a big fat goose egg. But I rolled two sixes! <laughs> okay, yeah, then it works. It works great. Yeah. I just want to make sure that they didn't, like, you didn't build this whole contraption and then it just falls apart when you put any weight on it, you yeah. know? Like. <laughs> Um, Somehow the cool. individual pieces of it fell apart. Uh, I will say, yeah. so the the like the actual ones at the real store that Blam is based on does not have like a bar near the bottom like a shopping cart does. I would like to, and if I have to spend an extra story point for this, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll let there be a bar so that I can, if I need to like push myself away and kind of like, st- like, like, like you can with it? a shopping cart, like where you put you put your feet in the bar and you like you get some speed and then you're right kind of. It's a trolley. Ben? Trolley. Not, yeah. Not not that we are at a deficit of story points to begin mm-hmm. with, but I'm not going to make you spend the story point because of your two sixes. I'll say okay. your two sixes are what made that lock. Yeah. Like that. You all good enough. Um, you summon beams into being. Yeah. Uh, so that's what that's what Stanley's doing. What's Thorn doing? Um, I want to. I've noticed that the. Nestine has turned its intention away, and I want to approach the pod, and I want to inspect it, and specifically I want to see if there are, like, cables in it that could be drawing power. Make a awareness and science check for me. Oh, uh, 16. No magic. Okay. I'm going to say that with a 16, it doesn't feel like, it does feel like there are some cables in the display case itself that are used, that are designed for like a lighting fixture inside the case. And uh-huh. you do feel like there is probably a little bit of energy that has been drawn through those cables. You also feel like with that, with a 16, I'll give you that it feels like the space probe itself has been almost like commandeered by this nesting uh, to like whatever like scanning frequencies it has it has like locked onto energy frequencies and like has been absorbing energy that way okay so there's some wired some non-wired energy absorption happening okay cool um and then as you're doing that it is kind of looking frantic as it's like slapping the like it's almost like when you go to a pet store and like a bunch of puppies are like jumping up against the like side of the thing. Like it is, it is like freaking out a little bit. And it actually looks like it's kind of moving away from the two of you because you're the two that are closest to it and potentially posing a threat to it. And also it's like trying to figure out what the doctor is doing. Um, so now we're coming back around again. And uh, so doctor, you are heating up something in the kitchen. Stanley, you have just jury rigged mm-hmm. a bunch of, of like Walker cart things together, um, like tray carriers and uh, Dr. Thorne, you've ascertained sort of the energy absorption thing. So I don't think we're going to move into a conflict quite yet because the creature you're up against is currently contained inside a display case. But what is everyone going to do now? And then we can figure out if we need to move into a conflict or not. Turn off the display. I'm gonna- no. <laughs> I, I plan on talking. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, the doctor comes out of the kitchen, and I'm going to kind of stay close to, like, the open kitchen door, so it's like the ambient heat is almost providing not so much a shield, but it's like a don't come any closer. If you do, you're going to get warm type thing. Yeah. And um, and I'm going to say, uh, I presume that I am addressing the nesting consciousness. 
it looks at you in the in the way as best as that pseudopod creature thing can look at you it kind of like moves and like crooks its face at you and like as much as a big massive pseudopod can look confused it looks confused and communicates with you in a way that sort of says what why what how who what don't hurt no 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 we we, we will not hurt uh, um we we just need you to stand down um uh we 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 are we are just here to talk uh, i am the doctor i broke i broke by accident i'm sorry i tried to fix um i i what doctor make an awareness and i'm gonna say intuition roll for me Uh, roll the six and a one. Okay. Seven, so it's going to be a 15 uh, in total. Okay. 15's not bad. I, I will say, because you're the doctor and your whole thing, and you especially as a doctor, your whole thing is about empathy and understanding. The, the sense you're getting off of this creature is very juvenile. It is It is not a mature like ancient being you're talking to it is something that relatively speaking to what your awareness of the nesting consciousness is this is like a baby okay um i i apologize for the heat it is merely a precaution um scary you, hurt hot don't yes like. yes we will take care of that um may i may i ask you uh a few questions is is would that be permitted um What is what is me? I was one. I was one of, but now just me. So oh, so you have been separated from the Nestine consciousness. You are you you are an offspring. Uh, okay. Uh, let 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 me see if I can piece this together. Were you you were far away? Um, but then this 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 probe, it came to you, correct? Yes. This hit hit and then gone and pulled. And then this probe took you through space and then brought you back here. Is, 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 does this sound about correct? Yes, hit, broke, pulled, took, brought. And when you were here, there were lots of scary organic creatures, and now you took them over because of plastics in their body, perhaps? Uh, and and I, I'm going to, like, broadly... I'm going to broadly sort of point to the room we came from, you know, then referring to the, 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 the Blombies. Yeah, um, it goes, yes, plastic, Pla broke, um, breathing, stop, tried fix, but could not fix, tried to fix. Oh, okay. Tried to play, broke, tried to fix. You tried to play with these people, but you accidentally killed them and you brought them back because you thought you were doing the right thing. Oh, you are, you are beautiful and I'm so sorry this happened to you and... Uh, the doctor is going to look at his friends over there and say, "We've got this all wrong." Again? I, I, I'm gonna turn. Yes, I I know, I know, and, I, and I'm I'm gonna put a a reassuring hand like you would to um almost like a, a an animal that's unsure about you. I'm gonna put a a, a caring hand towards the the nesting. I'm gonna miss that it, hand. It puts. It puts <laughs> it puts the pseudopod up against the glass. Like it, it's scared. I'm gonna make you roll actually for this. I'm gonna make you roll 
um, presence in I. I think presence to convince is the best thing I can think of for this one. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's like a <clears throat> negative convince. It's like a yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It, you're basically trying to convince that you're not a threat. You're trying right. to convince yeah. it that you are peaceful. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Um, it's a little bit hesitant still with a thirteen. I think that it it it's watching you carefully, and it's. I think that it was like it was being frantic, and now it is, it is starting to kind of like slow. It hasn't yet quite put its pseudopod to the the glass by you, but it's not attacking you and it's not freaking out. Uh, I am going to close the doors to the kitchen to basically lower the radiating heat to kind of assure it. Okay. Uh, and and then I, I'd say to heat, uh, heat hurts heat hurts them faster. Yes, I, I do apologize. I I, I, I I was quick to act and slow to speak, and that is not that is not the way that this universe should be. And I'm actually gonna go turn off the uh, the oven because I do feel horrible about this now. Heat the cold kept them better longer. Ah, uh, yes, you were preserving them. Oh, you 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 are very intelligent. I, I know that sounds condescending, but no, I I mean it genuinely. You you tried to save them. I. I uh, Dr. Thorne, Fixed. um... Broke, broke, fixed, fixed, okay now? Fixed? Uh, the, uh, unfortunately, there are some things that cannot be fixed once broken, but we can put right what has happened to you. Uh, Dr. Thorne, uh, do, do you have a radio on you or anything? Uh, we, we need the unit resources, but not the people of unit right now. I agree, and yes, I do. Okay, yeah, and, uh, I, 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 I think, I think we need to return our new friend back to their home up there. I'm going to make a call to, I mean, I imagine I'm not the only science officer, like the only scientist on site here. (sighs) Um, Oh, and and don't use a landline because the Nestine have a habit of wrapping cords around. (laughs) (laughs) This, this radio is plastic. I don't know, but it seems okay. (laughs) I'm using this to, to make sure it knows I'm using this to as a helpful tool. It's it's kind of in a bit of a um, cautious stance now, so it's kind of watching you carefully. So yeah, I think I, and I'm not gonna make you roll for like radioing, but yeah, I'll let you. Right. Uh, yeah, it'll, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna say, uh, this is Doctor Thorne. We've neutralized the threat, uh, and we need to. We need to get an extraterrestrial creature to safety. I have a thought. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Stanley. My thought is, can if we stay here and keep the the kid squid, squid kid, keep keep him, uh, him, her, them, uh, com- company, could you not just like, you know how the TARDIS disappears and then reappears? It, is it... I realize I'm drafts, grasping at straws and maybe you can't do this, but could you disappear it there and reappear it on top of the case? And then we can take the TARDIS to wherever it, wherever it needs to go. Yes, I, I actually... Stanley, yes, that would be a much more expedient way. Um, we do have a bit of a long trip, so... Um, Nestine, is is there a way that you would prefer to be addressed than Nestine consciousness? Uh, do you have a name? We, we don't. What, we? I'm not me. I'm part of we, but we are not here. 
Okay, well, can, then... Can I, uh... Would you mind if I gave you a name? Just something that we can call you. Okay. If you don't like it, you don't have to use it, but I just, um... I feel like maybe, uh, Lucy might be... Might be a good name. What do you think? How do you feel about that one? Do you like it? It... That is, to me, uh, the most beautiful name in the world. It doesn't seem to necessarily appreciate it or disappreciate it. Like, it doesn't have a concept of that, mm. but it seems to understand that you like it, and so it accepts it. Like, yeah. Okay. And maybe the doctor... Dan, I'll let you decide. Did the doctor <laughs> kind of play up to Stanley how much it likes it, like, to make Stanley happy in a sweet way? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's who my doctor is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 they love it. Oh, Stanley, they, they, they adore. They adore it. I'm, I'm overselling it a little. Uh, good. So, so, yeah, so I, I, t- I turn back to Lucy and I say, um, I, I, I would be happy to return you home, um, but you will have to release your control of all of the other plastics around you, uh, 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 including the people you tried to fix. Is that Would that be all right? Okay. Just want just to feel safe was scared i promise as long as you are under my care you will be safe i can stay here if you need to run off and get the tardis i'd be happy to stay here and keep lucy company lucy would you be all right with that uh, the way lucy responds to that is you see a pair of green crocs come walking into <laughs> the room and sit in front of you and stop moving and then when the when the crocs stop in front of you crocs uh, stop and roll see, yeah like yeah, you see anything that was being held up in plastic kind of like fall to the ground, including the the bodies that were the zombies. They kind of like like kind of slump down and collapse. And and the the crocs the 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 sport mode disengages as the the plastic straps roll <laughs> forward. Yeah, yeah. She like gives. She like gives. Uh, I like that. Now that you call this thing Lucy, I've given her female pronouns. Uh, but yeah, she like moves them forward and says, and like I think that. Once the doctor is gone, Stanley and Lucy can't communicate with words anymore, mm. but Lucy is trying to do it's very much like a rival where it's like making uh yeah. making like symbols and stuff mm. in the yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think uh yeah, if, if Stanley's gonna stay with Lucy, I, I would say uh, Doctor Thorne, if, if if you wouldn't mind coming with me, I'm I'm sure Unit would love to hear uh report on this too. And I must say you handled yourself outstandingly. I I mean well, job well done. Job well done. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I honestly, Doctor, you have been such an incredible influence influence on the organization that uh, you know. I'm I'm glad I did you proud. Oh, ah, uh, Doctor Thorne, I I see wonderful things for you in your future. No spoilers, I promise. Um, and, and, and like, I like to imagine like, this is almost like a walk and talk while we're heading back towards where the Mm -hmm. TARDIS and like, we arrive at the TARDIS door. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I might be able to use your hand, uh, use a hand. Uh, why don't you step inside here? And I say, Uh, a a knowing smile. Yeah. And, uh, predictably Charlotte's face just, uh, even just like, (laughs) this is the greatest thing that has ever happened to her in her life. Oh, of of course, Doctor. Anything. Anything. And I, I open the door for you. Wow. It... What a piece of junk! 
Uh, well, it's, it's just a film set. There's not even a whole wall on that side of the room. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's just a green screen in here. What's going on? Uh, oh, is this a fan a film? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think... Um, I, I, I'll, I step in and I say... And, I, you know, just awed by the dimensional transcendentalism of it all go, go ahead say it go ahead it's fine it's 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 not too cliche you don't think honestly it is but I, it, it makes me happy every time it's it's like listening it's like listening to your favorite song on repeat doctor it's it's bigger on the inside Oh, is it? I hadn't noticed. And I, uh, I, I, I take off and I land the TARDIS inside, um, inside the Blom store. And um, I open the door and I say, uh, Lucy, I, I believe I have a room uh, where you'll be quite comfortable. And I would like to take the nesting consciousness to the ball pit. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh you my mad god. Genius. It, oh. You mad psychopath. Yeah, mm. I think that that is very much uh uh what you do. I love it. I love it so much. So yeah, it and it it's very much like you you let it out. Um you drop the probe parts away and it like she like just starts diving in and like you see the balls like floating up in the air and falling back down like it's like it's like it's like those videos where someone gives their dog a stack of water bottles to play with like it's that kind of vibe uh with the bottle with the lids removed because it's very undangerous let dogs chew on bottles with lids but yeah it's very uh, it's very much like that um I think I, I think I think I take Sorry. a moment to appreciate this too especially because my doctor's focus is wonder like I yeah. I think I like I'm going to take like an extra few minutes just to like really kind of watch this pure moment. Uh, Dr. Thorne, do you travel with them to drop this off at its, at its home or do you go back to the unit? Um, I think I will, I think I will bid farewell since, um, you know, and I'll say like, um, I, I have to go. I have to help with the, clean up and um of course the uh these blombies and um you know whoever else uh any other casualties that may have been sustained we have to inform the families and um it's yes. quite a lot of work to be done yes uh um, bef- before you go though may i have your mobile uh yes of course and i program the tardis number into the phone i'm like for emergencies only, but I would love to hear from you again. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to search Google Maps oh. for a croc store. offices in London uh, sometime later and we see Charlotte 
and she is working at her desk and she is studying files and she is like it's very much like a pepe sylvia kind of thing where you have like maps with like strings attached to them but instead of being messily like maps it's like time periods and like you're like it's like a timeline of earth's history and you see one that is uh ancient rome around 200 a.d and you see other spots that are questions and the last thing you see is the word pendulum with a question mark